Leaping forward bionically. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am happy. In the house, as always, we have Baddest B in the room, Shayna. The thunder from down under. And by down under, I mean a couple of suburbs below Boston. <laughs> Sheriff Palapal. I was like, well, where are you going with this one? Well, is he from Australia? And then I got it, not me. Alright, yeah. <laughs> Pound cake Palapal. Actually, no, you came representing with your, with your Parliament Funkadelic Palapal. Of course. That's right. Yeah. And joining us in house, special guest returning actually, this is your second appearance on the Geek Down. Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with y'all? Bringing me here. That's right, we came back. We needed someone to talk to the police if we get in. No, I'm getting. Uh, Kavi from the Old Man Wade Show. You want to give our listeners a quick rundown of where they can actually catch your material, sir? So you can catch me alongside uh, the Old Man Wade of the Old Man Wade Show at oldmanwade.com. We have our podcast there. Uh, it's a variety show. We talk about everything from comic books to social issues. It's pretty fun. And uh, we also write some articles. All right, cool. We well, know how to write. Y'all know, we know oh, how to type. You, you, I'm trying to show us up because we are primarily a, uh, a media uh, video and audio show. I see how I type it is. with two fingers. Yeah. It takes me like 10 days to write one article. I feel a little better now. Thank okay, you. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Welcome back to the Geek Down, brother. You and you have joined us for an awesome, action-packed, fun-filled show for you. We have lined up. This man right here, giving us the lowdown on the throwdown of WWE NXT TakeOver. Yeah. And there's something else in there, right? Nope. Okay, oh, then. Yeah. That is it. Just that. Just yeah. TakeOver. All right. Uh, looking forward to that. And also, I know everyone's been chomping at the bit to hear all about Batman versus Ninja Turtles. Who won in this throwdown, sir? Are we talking the League of Assassins? Are we talking the Foot Clan? I mean, don't... I'm... All right, no spoilers. <laughs> we'll, 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 yeah. get, we'll get to that in a bit. Also, the new uh, David Tennant... Um, well, it's not really a sitcom. It's more of like a comedic drama? Dramedy? Yeah, dramedy, we'll go with yeah. that. Yes. All right, the new dramedy on Amazon Video, Good Omens. We've got the lowdown on that. And we're talking about the new Mindy Kaling comedy uh, in theaters now called Late Night. And this one was actually an interesting story. I wanted to see something like this done, and I never really thought of Mindy Kaling doing it, but she had an interesting turn. We'll talk about that in a few. But right now, I'm going to kick it. I'm going to kick it over to the man who's been waiting there in the rafters. Coming down! Actually, no. That's, that's a, I was going to make yeah. an Owen Hart comparison. That's yeah, in no, bad taste. I'm no, sorry. I would not. Right. It's so close to his anniversary. Yeah, dude, that hurts. <laughs> no. All right, well, Jeff Palapo, break it down for us, man, because you... Yeah. Got the lowdown on WWE NXT TakeOver. That's right. Uh, NXT TakeOver 25 happened uh, last weekend in Connecticut. Has it really I've, been 25 years? Not 25 years, but like 25 events. Oh, They've okay. averaged right. like five per year, so it's been five years. All right. And, all right. Uh, yeah, so this, this is in Connecticut. I went with uh, my boy Dennis from the WrestleDown. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a fantastic time. It was a great, great event. All the TakeOvers are great. Um, had five matches on the proper card. Uh, Matt Riddle versus... Roderick Strong. With, yeah, they had a, a ladder match that was uh, four tag teams that was violent and crazy, and a uh, great thing to see live. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus um, Tyler Breeze, mm -hmm. which my girlfriend compared to like Prince versus a boy band member, and it was incredible. <laughs> she's not uh, wrong. Yeah, she's not wrong, and it was her favorite match of the night. Um, Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler, which was the one match that I thought was kind of disappointing. But, was it? Uh, because it was kind of short and kind of anticlimactic the way it ended, but after the match, they set up that those two might go uh, have a rematch with, like, hardcore rules or something. Oh, could this have been one of those prep things yeah. where they're establishing a rivalry down the line, yeah. and this was just, like, the first undercard to, like, start building right. that? Yeah, after the match, uh, one of them did a moonsault on the other with the chair on her God. chest, so... Yeah, she landed with all the way on. It was great. Yeah, I was like, I've tried a moonsault. Yeah, in the hospital for two weeks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's and I didn't have a chair. Yeah. I, I, I had a flabby chest. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. No, I actually, I actually do. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off. I, I actually do have to respect their writing. They've had like uh, more competent storylines mm -hmm. over the past few years, and I'm yeah. not sure if that's as a result of having gotten. Um, criticism. It just right. seems like they run in waves. I think NXT specifically is like kept away from. I think the main WWE like uh, shows are trying to be everything to everyone. They mm -hmm. want to be a little comedy, a little bit of wrestling, yeah. you know, a little, little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. Yeah, NXT is just like we're a wrestling show. Mm -hmm. Here's some wrestling. Here's five matches, 
and they're all going to get like 20 minutes to, you know, maybe 30 to 40 for the main event, and then like, everyone goes home happy. I and like that. That's why they've all been so good. They're just consistent. They know what they're doing. They trust the talent. Um, they like let uh, the main event, which is I was not, I was hesitant about, because the last takeover, the main event was Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, mm-hmm. and they had a match that was like 40 minutes long, and they did the match again this time, and I was like, how much can they do, like, brand new, and. Damn, I was I was out of my seat screaming the whole time. Well, I got out of my seat and then I sat back down uh, because someone that rose behind me was like, "You gotta sit down." And, uh. and my girlfriend was on her feet, like screaming and banging on the chairs and things. I was like, "You gotta sit down too, honey." And like we were amped for it. Yeah, it was well, one of the best matches I've ever seen live. One of the best events I've ever seen live. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, I'm also almost surprised that a wrestling show, folks, are like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah. We, we paid for these seats not to see the back of your head. <laughs> it's a, sm- it's a mean, small arena. I get it. I, you know. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, I, what I'm getting at is I would yeah. assume they'd be standing too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just like they were ones who wanted to sit down. I don't know. They were very short. Yeah. I don't also know. possible. Yeah. Sorry, Shane. I didn't realize I was discriminating. My maybe. bad. For the, for the, yeah. for the stature deficient, I, 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 I would apologize. You know, for our minuscule well, viewers. That was very woke of you. Stature oh. What is, what is the word you use? Stature deficient. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Can't just say short. <laughs> no. As a man under six feet tall, like, I appreciate that term. Yeah, I mean, me as too. a man under six feet tall, you're still average height. You know what? Facebook makes me feel so bad about myself. Yeah. Like, people forget, like, the average height for a male in the U.S. is, like, 5'9 to 5'9 to 6'1. It's short. I'm, like, several inches below that. Isn't, like, 5'6 to 5'9? Or 5'6 to 5'? Well, technically, it's 5'8 to 5'9. Like, 5'7 is a slightly under, even though there are plenty of people who are that height. Yeah, you short people. But under five, uh, eight, five, nine. I'm, I'm but sorry. they usually go for like five, eight to six feet. And that's that's, that's interesting to hear. Though, like, oh, oh, oh sorry, what did I tower over the rest of you? My bad. I'm gonna let but you people continue. People are getting taller. Yeah. 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 People are getting taller. Women's voices are getting deeper. It's a weird thing that's going on. We're all gonna just be one thing eventually. That's fine. Finally, that's gonna. We'll be like Unity from. Um, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say we'll be like the um, the refugees from the future on South Park. Yeah, so they came diff- back and they all just look like the uniformed, yeah, um, like 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 bald headed Latin folks. The jumpsuit. Like yeah, and yeah. in, in the same well, the jumpsuit I assume was a time travel thing. Yeah. But like the men, the women, the others. Yeah. They all looked exactly the same, and they all came back. This is my wife. That looks exactly like you. Yes. Because we all look exactly the same. Yeah. How do you differentiate heel from heel from? In wrestling, heel, you got yeah, the heels, the, the face. How, how would oh. you differentiate if you don't have anything to differentiate? I, I, yeah. I, see, I see what he did there. Yeah. Well, well, that was good. Well, well, people well, still well. act different. They're just going to look the same. That's all. Yeah. yeah. We'll have individual clothes. personalities, but... Yeah. So, you know, it'll be like, they'll all look the same facially, but you find the ones with the pop collar and wearing the sunglasses on the back of their head. Oh, yeah. those are douches. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, can, can I ask a question from... Yeah. For, as a non-wrestling watcher, mm-hmm. right? Um... I noticed that the WWE um, has started to make strides of inclusivity yeah. in their wrestling. Like, there's a black champion. Right. Um, you have, like, the women's wrestling has, in a lot of ways, surpassed the yeah. men's wrestling. For sure. And I, I heard you say that NXT kind mm. of tries to bring yeah. out the traditional um, ways of wrestling. Right. Do, do you see those efforts for inclusion in that? Or is oh, it just sure. kind of like... Yeah, the talent, whatever you know. I think there, there's more of an effort to uh, have more of an inclusive uh, uh, roster going on in NXT for sure compared to the main things. Because like the main roster of WWE is still like a lot of white men at the top yeah. and middle ground, but like NXT's had plenty of like Asian top champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe's champion. Like I, out of just this NXT Takeover event, if you include the pre-show, uh, there were matches that included. Uh, four women total, and all four were women of color. Oh, so, wow. yeah, uh, the one white woman, or I guess there were like three white women in the whole thing, and they were all like just outside interference kind of things. So, yeah, they're doing a good job with the. Uh, yeah, there's something we said about that. Like, bam, 
white folks just can't let us have nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they got they got to run in and help their friends. Um, but all right, yeah. this is this is generally positive. Then yeah. you sounded like you were really down on the last NXT. You think they learned from that and they stepped? Uh, the game I think I was probably down on the last uh, WWE show, mm -hmm. but not like I'm never down on the NXT takeovers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're all consistently A plus shows. I recommend them every time. Right. They're on Hulu, so I don't have to give WWE the money. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've already paid my yeah. $8.99 this month. And yeah. I get Hulu free from my phone plan, so uh, I don't have to <laughs> do anything. He's like, it's already included. I got that. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Kudos. So you would recommend... NXT uh, TakeOver 25. Yeah. Cool. Okay, then what's the next... Uh, pay well, I'm sorry. Was that the highlights? I kind of yeah, jumped. That, yeah, that was. Yeah. Okay, so what's the next uh, 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 pay-per-view event? Uh, be Stomping Grounds. I don't know the actual date, but it's the WWE's main roster thing. So, yeah. That'll be... Mid June, I believe, maybe a few weeks. All right, cool. Wait, what about June. what about the WWE? I heard something. They had a Saudi Arabia show yesterday. Uh, if you want to see some really horrifying, you can uh, find some uh, gifts of uh, Goldberg and the Undertaker uh, struggling against age. Uh, <laughs> There's some wrestling. They're so yeah, old. I mean, just like once a year or something. Like, but that's also too much. They were, they, they were grown men when yeah. I was like yeah. ten, so yeah. it's like. Yeah. I'm in my 30s now, dude. I think maybe it's time. Alright, so <laughs> so next up is WWE Stomping Grounds. Stomping Grounds. Yes. Sometime cool. later this month, maybe a few weeks. I don't know. Well, but, looking forward to yeah. it. You're going to come back here with the Lord? Of course, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Alright, that's Jay Falop. We'll check him out at Swing Dingling on Twitter. <laughs> so I, guess he's like I never get tired of saying that. Swing Dingling? Yeah, that is my Twitter handle. I love you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'm uh, Shane, I want to hear you break down what Good Omens on uh, Amazon Video is about for the people, please. Okay, well, let's call it Good Omens is a Amazon Prime show that stars David Tennant and Michael Sheen, and they play respectively a demon and an angel who have been friends with each other since the fall of man. Legit. One is the snake that tempted Eve, and the other one was supposed to be doing guard duty on that tree. <laughs> they do a decent job. I won't say a great job of explaining which angels these guys are. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Which um which uh, ethereal beings these I mean, guys are? Because you talking about which, it's like, it's court They're from because uh, that's how it's like. Yeah, because David Tennant is the is the snake that told Eve that looks the apple looks pretty tasty. Why don't you go have a bite? You know. <laughs> And, um, oh, I forgot, I forget the partner's name. I actually have the page here. Uh, but he's the but, angel of death, but not the angel of death. No, he's And not, not Michael, like, the enforcer of, of no, heaven. No, he's a seraphim. He's, yeah. He's a seraphim. Like, but he had, the flaming, he had the flaming sword. He had a flaming sword, which yeah. he gave away. Um, yeah. Michael Sheen uh, plays the angel counterpart to David Tennant's demon counterpart. And the thing is, they're not enemies in this. No. They're not they're, rivals. They're I, can, I, can, I can equate their relationship and tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm off base here. Yeah. Their relationship is like their uh, co-workers who work in different departments but made friends at the water cooler. Yeah, no. Yeah. They, they, like, legit. They're In some respects, I almost consider them like platonic life mates. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I see that. They, I they, see that. they come to rely on each other a lot over the years they've known each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, now, here's something that I think people are really chomping at the bit at because I also found after watching this, none of the advertisements made any allusion to what the hell is actually happening here. What is the story? Because all they really pr pr uh, promoted is, yo, David Tennant's doing a thing again. Which he, <laughs> is. he, he is. That's enough to get you watch. Being, watch. Yeah. Doing well being David Tennant. Yeah. Yes, but what is this about? Okay, about, so essentially, you meet the um our two main characters Crawley and Azrael? Mm -hmm. um, uh, no, it's. it's uh, I'll find it. But, yeah, yeah, like, it's one of those. It starts with an A. Yeah, and there's a PH in there, and there's an I. One of them weird ethnic names. <laughs> Yo. Azira fail. It's Latin. Azira yeah. fail. They say it more gracefully in the show, but Azira fail. Yes, yeah. yeah. We'll call him Az for short. That's gonna be weird. AZ, and we'll call David Tennant Nas. His early that one's easy. Yeah. Really. Right. Um, Come on, that was so, a, that was a good joke. My hip hop fans out there are dying. Uh, All right, continue. I'm sorry. Continue, please. Anyway, so <laughs> so essentially, we meet the the we meet David Tennant's and Michael Sheen's character and characters, and essentially, what's about to happen is the apocalypse is about to begin, and they're trying their darndest to stop it. Well, actually, the movie like 
rewinds a little bit to like 11 years previous and essentially the antichrist is born and handed off to a family to be raised and though there is a clerical error and they um misplace him um and the and the david Tennant's and michael Chain's characters decide that instead of letting him grow up and like you know destroying the world maybe we could stop him from destroying the world and, you know let it keep on spinning a little longer yeah and they get disenfranchised with uh, the whole good, evil, heaven, hell, everything's pre-written and the world has to die thing. And they're just like, no, we just chill it. You know, I kind of like hanging out with these humans. You know, let me go down yeah. there, you know, go bowling or something real quick. You know, see what's good. David Tennant driving a fly car. Yeah, you know, my machine's wearing these, with these, these dope white suits. He had you know, a 90-year-old Bentley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, that, that cost the studio. Well, well, peanuts well, yes, for the Especially studio, what they yeah. do to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for uh, I, I, I also feel like what they did to it was CG. <laughs> I don't think all of it was. All right, maybe not. But what this comes down to is um, this show is very, very, very British. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you and like British shows. You guys are just getting like, me. Like, I haven't watched it yet, but everything. David Tennant is very yeah. British. It's very like, British. The, you know, the humor right is there dry. With you too. Now, 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 dig this. Dig this, because I, 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 I suspect you really like this. I know. I did. I enjoyed it. There were okay, definitely cool. moments. This, this bored the holy hell out of me. And I was excited to go in, yeah. and then I watched episode one, like, okay, you know, they got to tell the origins and, you know, the backstory, get this out of the way, cool. And then episode two was dope. And I'm like, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes, get this witch stuff in there, you know, yeah. magic going back and forth, you know, curses, and the comedy's coming in. Let's do this. Boom. Faulty Towers and, yeah. you know, uh, Benny Hill and all that. Well, I mean, it's I'm, not I'm, a straight I'm, comedy. I'm, I'm getting my yeah. union jacket. It's, a, it's as much of a comedy essay, Doctor Who, as a comedy. Yeah. Mm. Well, by the end of the show, as much as a comedy as, um, as that, that Ricky Gervais show we talked about, the depressing ant. Again, I was nowhere so near as depressed as you were after no. watching that show. Uh, it's yeah. true. Wait, did you see it? What show are you talking about? Afterlife? Okay, yeah. No, I wasn't yeah. that But Good Omens takes a takes a drastic turn for me after episode two. And the thing is, it's not that it built itself up. It's just they were so candid about what the actual plot line was. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to expect going in. And then when they actually reveal it, they reveal it slowly. Yes. And then they I pepper mean, in, dude. This show has like the same amount of characters as Gilmore Girls. Okay, it's like the cast of forty. Thousand. There's a good chunk of people. There are a lot of There's familiar a lot of faces. Yeah, um, there are. It, like there's a lot of stuff casting. I think. A lot of um British. Like I don't know. It's if you watch a lot of British like television. Well, and surprisingly, movies, I do. I, I didn't realize how much until yeah, right. I started. I started like recognizing people in this. I'm like, yeah. damn. Okay. There's a lot yeah, of people you're gonna see over and over again. Um, yeah. Actually, especially you know TV. What? I yeah. don't know because this was an Amazon Prime production. But I know they. Um, they also. But I have a made. feeling they probably filmed in the UK. Yes, they definitely yes. filmed BBC in two. the UK. BBC Two. Okay. Yes, okay. so yeah. but they have their they have their stable of actors. That they use. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I know I know I know Doctor Who. I know Luther. You know, and then from then on, it's like, well, I mean, I, I used to watch uh, Faulty Towers and Benny Hill, which I've already mentioned on this podcast. That's pretty much the extent of my uh, of my of my, of my so British TV knowledge, more. right? And then it's like, no, I know that actor, I know that actor, I know that actress, I know that actress, I know that actor. It's like yeah. Doctor Who and Red Dwarf. That's all you really need. Yeah, I never got into space. Space, space. People can't find space now. If you go to if you go yeah, to your yeah. torrent networks, you can find space. At one point, it was either on Hulu or it, Netflix. I did watch it on Hulu when it was on there. I don't it, think it's it, on there anymore. That's how they get you. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna come out of one of those uh one of those um new premium networks. You're gonna have to another subscription. Nah, it'll probably just, just watch this appear on Hulu Netflix. Yeah, like just because BBC had either that or um oh BBC has a streaming service. I'm not surprised. Because I realize it's bundled with my Amazon, so I don't really think about it, because I have that, and um, that, a Broadway network, and um, HBO bundled in with yeah. Amazon. Nice. So you're saying BBC is bundled into Amazon so they can show things like Good Omens? <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Well, and that's where I watch a lot of my British TV, so... Alright, well, I, I gave my impressions, but mostly it comes from not bad acting. And you'd expect, like, well, what brought the show down for you was bad acting, or, you know, shoddy yeah. um, effects I mean, or anything. I mean, good actors. Yeah, production values were great, actors mm -hmm. were great. Like, it's just the story is just, it's, it's, it's drawn TV out. Level. <laughs> it's drawn out, and the thing is, it's told in such a disjointed way. I'm not sure if they could tell that to some audiences the story may seem drawn out, and that was a way of keeping interest. But oh, that no. just made there me were a couple times I won't lie, there were a couple times, and I'm like, wait a minute, did I miss a part? But then yeah. I realized they were gonna rewind, and they did, right. and they're like, oh, but twenty, like twenty eight minutes before that, yeah, like oh, okay, 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 because okay. I get it, because you can't show things that are happening simultaneously, right? At 
in two different locations. Mm. That is, di- you can, but okay. it's difficult. And it, and if you're going for a certain feel in the scene, it does break it up. Mm. So mm. if you want the whole scene to play, you have to play them sequentially, opposed mm. to at cutting back and forth. That only really works in action scenes. Right. Well, there it was action work in this. In dramatic there there was some well. action in this, and that, and there was some action. There was some really tense moments, mm-hmm. and what I would have liked to have seen is more um, is more appearances uh, by characters like the one uh, like like John Hamm. Mm. John Hamm is in this. He's not in any the any, any of the advertising. Yes, he is. Actually, he is. He is. He's in the trailer. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. I, this I, is I, first I, time I, I, I must have it. Yeah, it was, but I was it's brief, but he's in it because he plays Dude's direct uh, Michael Sheen's direct boss. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he, he's in there. He's good. And he's like, oh, you think an angel? Like, gonna be, well, let me give you your orders and what's going on. Are you going to go down to the he's to the to the mortal plane and talk to him? Yeah, no, he's a he's a pass. He's, he's like Don Draper. He's like, Don Draper had his stuff together. <laughs> he really is. He really he reminded he reminded me a lot of um. Uh, have you seen Thank You for Smoking? Yeah. Yeah. Here, here, yes. Thank You for Smoking is awesome. If anyone hasn't seen Thank You for Smoking out there, that is a great movie. But he reminds me of uh, Aaron Eckhart in Thank You for Smoking. If he was like, well, an angel. Or I guess a, a lobbyist for heaven. Fair enough. Of, there's yeah. a lot of overlap between Aaron Eckhart and John Hamm. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think he's the new Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart, really. Yeah. And slightly more, and, and you more know what, a little more attractive. Because Aaron Eckhart, at a certain point, face was starting to get to me. Yeah. I think Arnie like, Hammer's you know. the new John Hamm. Look, look, they're like they're just on a continuum, <laughs> of, like look, handsome look, white men. Look, look, uh, audience, look at this ageism happening here. <laughs> no, like, know, it, it's like it's like well, he, he used to be attractive, but in, now no, I never really thought Aaron Eckhart was attractive, oh, okay. but he because he tends to play characters that have like a slightly sinister edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and as he's old aged like the lines in his face have only added to that so I'm like dude I could never just look Damn, at you in real life cool. like cause I like you as the ravages of age have withered his good looks no again I never found him attractive so to all me right, that right, wasn't yeah. withering anything right, no personal taste is uh, that, that, that's, that's cool that's alright but, yeah. but John Hamm in this was like the only saving grace I really expected to like David Tennant which I'm not sure why because this 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 continues a trend that I didn't really notice until now I love David Tennant's Doctor Who He's my favorite Doctor to He's this a lot of day, and I was a big fan. Well, that's the thing, though. I love him in Doctor Who, and I I I, I, I acknowledge that he's a good actor. Oh, no, very but I've hated everything else he's done. Even Jessica Bro- Jones. Yeah, Bob Church didn't do no, I liked him in Jessica uh, Jones. He was a good villain, but not my favorite. Really? No, not my, not even in my top five. I'm not taking anything away from him. Like he acted his ass off. You mean he but, villain in? Fiction in general, or like I mean him as a, him as a, him as a villain. In general, I guess. Yeah, and 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 then uh, Broadchurch, I mentioned, um, he was in uh, that World War Two show on uh, on BBC. Um, and there's one more. There's one more I'm forgetting. He's he's done like like four different shows of like virtually the same character, and none of it's ever moved me. And the thing is, I'm not sure if it's the type of actor he is. Maybe. But um, I think Doctor Who was a departure role, and we got used to seeing him in a type of role. I got used to seeing him in that type of role, where I thought this was going to be him returning to that form, uh-huh. well, and it, actually, it, it wasn't really. Often not actually was... play some really wacky characters. When he does comedy, mm-hmm. his characters are usually fairly wacky. Yeah, um, yeah but I'm not. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying hard the, not to discriminate with like, my own personal feelings. The but it's hard biggest to biggest things I. Re- Oddly, that I remember him from is that he was in the fourth Harry Potter movie, mm-hmm. which I gotta say I didn't love him in that. No, but I didn't they, love the fourth Harry Potter movie in general. Well, I he was playing issues. the wrong. He was playing yeah. the wrong role. He was his name son. Oh, sorry. He was Barty Crouch Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and honestly, he was in a the BBC did a live telecast of Hamlet, and he was in that. All right. Well, he'd have been a better wait. Who? Uh, Hamlet is who? The Shakespeare play? As Who was he? Like he was Hamlet. Oh, really? Okay, so I didn't like David Tennant, unfortunately. I mean, I didn't hate David Tennant, but I really wasn't, like, feeling him like I hoped I would. Michael Sheen is Michael Sheen, so, I mean, there wasn't much outside of that role. He did what he could with it. John Hamm was the thing that made it for me. Him and, um, uh, the witch. The first witch. Oh, the um, Agatha. Yes, I love the way she went out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was gangster. That That was all right. Proved why no one would have actually caught a real witch during the whole like witch burnings of like Salem Salem, of medieval times. Yeah. No, I'm talking about of our region. (laughs) Well, what happened? Started in um, Europe. 
first, and way more people died. Yes, and then those clear-headed progressives came over here to America and, and did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but what what happens in the in the show is, uh, it starts off with learning about the angel and the demon. Then it moves on to this whole storyline about what's happening on Earth mm. and the discovery of witches. And it starts off with the main witch that sets everything off, but because she writes a manifesto, writes a manifesto and finishes it right as. The um, what do you call them? The the horde, the the gang, the witch hunters, the, the, witch hunters. the mob. The, yeah, the mob, the witch hunter, the witch hunting mob is this coming. This is in current time. Like, yeah. No, 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 this, no, is, this, in, is, in this is like yeah. Okay, okay. Yep, they're coming to well execute. Well, since she wrote a book of prophecy, she knew they were coming because she had a great gift of prophecy. Yeah, right up to the last line like where she, she's like, "Say hi to your mother for me." Yeah, they gave it the old Mark Wahlberg. Um, okay, so then she's like, she, she, she's, you know, she, she's ready for it. She's like, okay, it's gonna happen. Let's do this. You know, y'all came for me. Bring it. Let's do this. She's like, hey, wait up, wait up. And then they, they go to burn her at the stake, and then she does something to get like some quick back, no, no, quick snap back. Like, love, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying because of the spoiler, but I love it's, how it's she just made scene. sure everyone right before they lit her pyre, she's like. Come closer so I can tell you. Yeah, she gave me a I got something to tell you. Like, no, I already can tell that that was that. They made a mistake. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That, yeah. What she did was yeah. great. And if you want, I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> but, but I'm going to see I have Handsmaid's Tale to watch, and I have this one. Oh, I, can't, oh, I, right. I still can't right, that's, that's, watch that's, that's, that's that. Rough, it's too rough close to what's going yeah. on in reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm already starting to what this comes down to is i got to give Good Omens a thumbs down. And hopefully I've expressed my reasons why. Because it's not the quality of the production. It's not the acting. It really is just the way they played out this story. And the thing is, I went in with high hopes and just found them dashed, man. I gotta give it a thumbs down. Shame. Well, I will be the one to disagree and give it a thumbs up. I enjoyed it. I There were a lot of moments I laughed out loud. Um, a couple moments that shocked me. Uh, that made me go, ooh. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like I got adequate in- entertainment out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure this is a really good show to marathon, mm-hmm. but... um. No, I, th- I I liked the performances. I thought the characters were interesting, and they had an interesting resolution. Um, so yeah, I give it a thumbs up. I would say if you really like British um comedy, if you love shows like Doctor Who, you probably would like this to a certain extent. Like, and not just the David Tennant run of Doctor Who. You'd have to like other versions of it. <laughs> to yeah. like You're a big this fan too. of Colin Baker, you might appreciate this. Yeah, like yeah, no, this definitely had a lot. And and oh my gosh. Can I just say the foreshadowing? You can't. So really, oh, it was really good foreshadowing. Um, there was, <laughs> there was like in the very first, the th- essentially the thing that saves the day is introduced in the very first episode, and you don't think twice about it. They do that. Sometimes it's clever, but reason why I like those types of in show in continuity Easter eggs that pop up somewhere else. It shows to me that the writers thought about it. Like they yeah. built oh, there the are, world around When the characters' the names, yeah. it, like you'll, you'd have to look it up. But like her name is, it's so fun. Like once you know what her name means, you'll be like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. How involved is Neil Gaiman in this? Oh, he helped write this book. I know he wrote the book, but I mean the actual production, the show. Do, you, do we know how involved he is in it? Oh, it seems. I feel like he was very involved. Yeah, in it. I yeah. would say he was probably as involved as he was in um, Gods of America. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, American I, Gods. I don't I think he likes giving things. away his his creations. Right. No, and yeah. like, but he's such a good writer, yeah. and he he really does try to safeguard. And he actually wrote this with. Harry Pratchett. He did. Right. Um, um, as far as I can tell, he was a consultant on this, but he didn't yeah. actually write yeah. or direct or anything. Yeah. But, no, yeah, no, definitely didn't direct. All right, so with Good Omens, I say thumbs down. Shannon says thumbs up. So, cast it at, at your uh, at your own, own risk. All right, so now let me give y'all the quick rundown on Late Night. This is the new uh, movie starring Mindy Kaling, also written by Mindy Kaling. Yes, I saw that. And starring Emma Thompson as well. A woman who actually is the first woman hosting a late night show, like a Jay Leno Tonight Show, Conan O'Brien. Still don't really have that. You don't watch a Conan O'Brien? No, I'm just saying you don't have a late night woman, yeah. We don't. From The Daily Show. Samantha Bee? Samantha Bee. Samantha Bee. That's not really a a late night type show. I guess the closest... Would be, in the very loosest sense, closest would be Chelsea Lately. Yeah, and even that's not because that's a Netflix show, isn't it? Uh, no, Chelsea yeah. Lately was a TNT show. It was, right. yeah, she did have a. Did it play at night? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like late night. Fair enough. 
But yeah, that's like it's. We're close. struggling to find two people. Yeah. But, one's not even one. But, but as far as like regular net, like mainstream like networks, there really is it. Yeah, a lot of people really thought Joan uh, Rivers, Joan Rivers was, was gonna get the Tonight Show. She should have. She should have. She really. She did. She she was like the host that always covered for Johnny when he was out, and so they thought he'd give it to her, but. No. That's you're, you. I'm hoping we'll spot in like our whole era of you know inclusion. It's crazy. Well, dude, I never even this movie, that. this movie addresses that, a which lot. they do it in an intelligent way too. Yeah. Where it's like. Uh, she's a comedian. She was like really progressive when she was younger. She's been doing this show forever, and the audiences have shifted over to now. It's more about like prestige and having on these really intelligent and, and knowledgeable uh, uh, political guests and such. And it's cool. She runs a cool type show if you're into that. The problem is it's too niche and the show is failing. Yeah. And it's a really. It starts off as this really interesting study of late night host in the world of comedy who's not funny as a person. Um, and her whole her whole staff is like men who have gotten used to writing about these like deep issues and doing like really mm. serious fair type of um, uh, Frasier Crane type comedy. Oh, you know, yeah. Which is not, I mean, Frasier the it's show was fine. funny. This show that she runs is different, and she brings in pretty much as a diversity hire. By diversity, I mean more female diversity. In, in color, ethnic. because there that was it's not that was, only very male, but that was but incidental. That's one thing I really like about this story. <laughs> Uh, normally would have been, well, we need a black person. We gotta get some kind of color in here. This was, well, the whole writing staff is, is male, so you've lost touch with any kind of like, you know, outside. They're all um, white men of a certain age, you yeah. know. So it's like you've lost touch with a majority of what should be your audience. And she brings in a diversity hire. This in the form of Mindy Kaling, who has no like comedy writing experience, which in any other story would be she just. You know, she just doesn't know the ropes, and she's got to get you know accustomed to the way things work and how you. But Montage in this story, scenes. yeah, in this story, she's brought in as the person who isn't tainted by all that. She hasn't been warped. She has just that pure sense of comedy. What's funny is funny. What's not is not. And you should say what you know is on your mind because it's a good thing to get out right then and there. And the way when she adjusts to this world, she also molds the world to her. And it's not like she comes in as a power figure. Because before this, she worked in a she she was HR. In a, in a chemical factory. It's a running gag and all that. It's it's really well acted. There's not much to say about it because I mean, it's a it's a it's a new movie. But in in the premise is where you get most of what the movie's about. It's just a lot of sincere moments uh, with a good amount of comedy sprinkled in. Um, John Lithgow's in it. He gives a really strong, sincere performance. It looks at adultery. It looks at the struggles of late night. It looks like being a woman in a male-dominated industry. But it also looks at being a dominating woman. Where you're uh, accused of, of not, not even tokenism, it's just like being against your own kind and yeah. anti-feminine and anti-woman. Legit, you can kind of tell in real life what nighttime, late night shows still have that very all-white, all-male writing staff. Yeah. You can tell by the tones of the show, like the Tonight Show, yeah. still has a very white writing room. Right. But you, but like Seth Meyers, you know his isn't. Yeah. Not only that, because he personally makes sure you see his writers, <laughs> who are well, women, that, that, who are, well, that, that, that's who, smart though, who are gay, who are people of color. It's just, it's very interesting on all those points. Uh, Mindy Kaling is someone who I'm not really used to seeing, like watching for her comedy. I'm used to seeing her in ensemble casts mm -hmm. of other yeah. people who I went there for. I'm like, this person is funny. This person is charming. This person is talented. And then Mindy Kaling's also there. Cool, she'll say something amusing here and there. This yeah. was her opus, and I'm actually really impressed with the way it came out. You know, I'm not, I'm still not a huge fan of her overall catalog, but this shows that, you know, I might someday be. You know, it's getting me there. I love Mindy Kaling. Like, I think, yeah, I also yeah. think, like, I don't know, her comedy has been maturing over the years yeah, like as she's had more experiences she's putting it into her writing and into our comedy which is good because that's, that's exactly what's supposed to happen you're supposed to evolve as a person and so your art would evolve with you yeah. but yeah you know, I I totally wanted to see I'm sad I didn't get to see it no hey, hey the movie the movie uh, will be out very soon and I, I know it's gonna be on and, Amazon Prime yeah so oh, you, sure, you, you yeah. can you can cast it at home um, it is it I, is an Amazon studio so. and I, I called I but called they the did a, a, a regular premiere yeah they oh, did a it's um, in theaters now yeah it'll be in theaters oh, for a little while but, and then they're, yeah. it's gonna go to L streaming limited run but I mean it's playing in Boston yeah, streaming services are changing the game but anyways yeah. yes they are yes. but um it's it's late night uh, definite thumbs up I'm gonna call out I've, I called out like Kaling and Lithgow and one performance I do want to call out to the dude's name is Paul Walter Hauser 
Uh, he was the bodyguard in Itania. He's been in several roles playing the exact same guy. Because he's a minor character in everything, but he stands out all the time. And here in this one, he's a little different, but still. He's the big dumb doofus. But you know, it's it's just like it's just like it's just genius. He's made it his own. Alright, so now I'm gonna kick it over. Actually, I'm gonna do something unorthodox. I'm gonna kick it over to our guest. Uh, since you also read the comics and got to watch uh, Batman vs. Ninja Turtles. I'm gonna stop saying with that. I think of the racist. Um, why don't you break down what Batman vs. Ninja Turtles is about? Alright, so how the hell are the Ninja Turtles involved with Batman? What are they doing to create this world, right? Mm -hmm. So I ended up reading the actual comic book series mm -hmm. just to get a backstory understand what was happening and it does make a lot of sense it's it's heavily tied into the dc multiverse mm. right in gotham right batman's doing his batman thing but then he realizes there's a group of ninjas in this town right causes some issues pesky ninjas man someone made a spray right right mm. he yeah, gets his, there's only one left he gets his butt kicked by a famous ninja and he ends up teaming up with the teenage mutant ninja turtles and it's not disappointing these are ninjas well, yeah. They're mutants. They fight real serious ninjas. We know Batman. He's a man of martial arts. He's he, he's the detective. He he he's ready for any situation. But what does he do when there's a group of teenage mutant turtles in the city? How do you prepare for that? And I do, uh, I, I do like that the reaction too. Yeah. Where yeah, it's a world where you have things like Swamp Thing, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and and green and blue and purple yeah. people, literally yeah, green and blue purple people all over the place. It's yeah, like still not these cats out see of the realm of possibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but they see, but they see, the, but, but like Bat, Batgirl sees uh, like the, the the four green guys. In the room, and she's like, "Oh my God, what the hell's going on?" Oh, what's <laughs> <laughs> she'd be less surprised. They live in a world where metahumans exist. But, yeah. they're, but they're, they're so you were flown here by a friend who who wears like blue tights and comes from another planet. And there's and not necessarily the, it's the same planet. Well, oh, we're no, I mean, about Superman. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. the turtles—they're obviously from Earth, mm -hmm. but they're from a different universe. Mm -hmm. So that alone creates differences in their biology that people that hang with Batman that have the technology to see these things mm. definitely shows a stark difference. And mm. them being thrusted into a multiverse mm. affects their mutagenic qualities as well. Mm. Mm. Are you talking so, about the comics or the movie? The comics. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, All right, so, so um, that, 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 that's actually a good breakdown. Yeah. They're alien to this world. Yeah. And what the hell are they doing in Gotham City? And we, we mentioned, yes, Shredder is also here. What the hell is he doing? It's not just the turtles, it's the turtles world, well, characters from the turtles world yeah. here interloping in Gotham for a reason. Now, reason turns out, which I love, because it's Batman versus Ninja Turtles, mm. we expect, yeah, they're going to fight, but then they're going to team up. What was kind of glossed over is also Shredder's in Gotham, and he's teaming up with Batman Another villains. Which ones, though? Yeah. The League of Assassins. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dude, that was a surprise. Uh, when, they, when, they, when they came out with, with Ra's al Ghul, I was just like... So this got me respecting yes. a lot of people. Because it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Batman, uh, I mean, Shredder teaming up with like, um, I don't know, Clock King. Yeah. Doesn't really make sense. No, but te teaming up with, I mean, even with Jokers. What the f but teaming up with Ra's al Ghul, they would have similar enough motivations where, yeah, you could see them yeah, too, if they exist in the same world. So they make good use of that. Ninja actually, armies. Yeah. And you kind of see, I, I like these crossovers because it's hard to to judge somebody's strength, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Unless there's like a, a controlled and outside source, right? Mm -hmm. To kind of measure it against. Mm -hmm. And so you're seeing the dominance that somebody like Shredder has as a fighter, right? Mm -hmm. But then he's there intimidating a lot of people, but then Rajah Ghul comes and we know he's a beast, but we're not really sure how he compares to somebody. Sure. I like that, yeah. and this is and I mean, there's respect. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, if this, I don't know if this is a spoiler. They I know, but I, I <laughs> wear, like, like, well, no one thing. One thing this this didn't show, which you don't really see a lot, and I'm not sure if it's a spoiler or not. I'm gonna I'm gonna gauge that it's not. You actually see Ra's al Ghul fight in this. Yeah. Yes. And you normally you normally see him leading, and it's like, okay, this frail old man, you know, is just the boss. And, but you actually see, old. which every now and then, yeah, when he has to throw down, he can throw down. He's a beast. Like, yeah. They, um, like literally, the only one who who fights him toe to toe, like ever in the well, for the most part in the comics, is almost always Batman. Like he's the one person that Ra's knows he can't. 
necessarily defeat on a whim. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's why. That's why they got the. That's also why they got the really weird storyline where he keeps trying to get him to smash his daughter. Oh, like, God. look, no one else has earned the right you to mean, get to get in them guts. Than you, mean, you, sir. I'm like, yo, you that's like a child, when he man. essentially helps his daughter rape Batman. Yes, that's, that's exactly thing. what I mean. Oh, yes. Yeah, then they got yeah. the date rape drug like was used on Bruce Wayne. Which yeah. was pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. Like they well, that turned so message. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Jerry, you've been awfully quiet over yeah. there, man. Give your impressions on Batman. Ver- we, I mean, y'all also, we've been kind of gushing here. Yeah. So let, let us know your legit opinions on Batman vs. Superman. I went in. Um, should be on Batman vs. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Let's be My fair, there's a lot Batman. of Batman and movies. Yeah. 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 We're talking, we talking Batman vs. Bronze Tiger next This week. is significantly better than Batman vs. Superman, for sure. Um, <laughs> we don't. T- yeah, I came, animated DC. I came in like, you know, I came in hesitant. I was like, I don't know if this is gonna be good, just like uh, Javi said. But I was like, yeah, this is this makes sense. Uh, I like the story. I, there was a part of me that was like, how are these even tonally gonna be like? Because the Ninja Turtle are all quippy and like making jokes all over the place, and Batman's very I'm Batman. And uh, they came together and they have like a good chemistry. Um, I was happy to see Batgirl in there and having like a good rapport with uh, Donatello. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot they're, of cute... They're, they're tech people on their team. Yeah, there's yeah. like a lot of cute like crossover things. They found a... There was a part of me that was like, I just want one Batman story that doesn't like shoehorn the Joker in um, just randomly. You have to put the Joker yeah, in. Yeah, I know. You don't. You, you don't. Dude, like, there's don't so many to, years yeah. they of found well-established the... Batman villains. Stop going back yeah. to this but, one. But he's not a villain. No, I, I argue that Joker is not saw a Batman villain. Okay, what, what is what is? Joker? He's a Batman fort, specifically. Yeah, but like... He is the anti-Batman. It's, it's semantics. It, it's, it's just semant- like, what? I just like... He's he's a tired trope by now. Yeah. Like... I feel like the Joker is like a big boss, and you don't pull out the Joker for a cameo anymore. Like, stop cameoing yeah. Joker. If, stop whipping him out. If he's gonna be there, then make him a substantial part of the plot. Make him the big bad. Because when the Joker is the big bad and it's well executed, that is always a good Batman story. Yeah. Because they are the antithesis of each other. Like, right. that is just what it is. Um, they are the great titans clashing. But yeah, but when you just have them in for a second. It, it, right. it almost feels like a waste of Joker. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. Was, I was okay with it in this movie, though. Was, but like yeah. I, initially, I was like, oh, they're just going to go to Arkham well, for no reason. Well, and then just it's because of the whole Arkham scene yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. That, that's why it was kind of cool, because you got to see what happened to all the inmates. Yeah. Oh, I actually didn't like that, though. Poison Ivy's was the funniest po- no, yeah. okay, okay. Sure. I, I like Poison Ivy. Yeah. I like Poison Ivy. Poison <laughs> Ivy is used for a bit of comic relief, in this, which they usually don't use her for. Yeah. I, I like the way I like the way they... Is she a grasshopper or a praying mantis? She was a plant. Yeah, she was a plant. She was, she was, she was a plant, but like a... Think about like a like like a Mario like a Super Mario Brothers. Um, yeah, Piranha Plant. So that's, 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 that's so there's a lot of distinctions between the movie and the comic book. Yeah. And I'm starting to notice that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like she was... Yeah, she was a plant. She forgot a real key thing about plants. Yeah, yeah. That, that was good though. I, I really like that. Me and I too. appreciate yeah. it. I'm, I'm trying to. Wa- like, oh, now what happens in the movie is they find interesting ways to incorporate the ooze from the Ninja Turtles universe. So there was good love- crossover and use of the um, of the different artifacts. I love yeah. that Batgirl made a joke about not liking the name of the ooze. Yeah. She's like, no. It's a good <laughs> She's like, I don't like that name. So, <laughs> I was like, no, you're right. It sounds gross. And it's a running joke because every time she like corrects them whenever they say ooze. Mm. Mm. That's the thing that that's the thing that's in here that I don't know if anyone was really ready for. And if you haven't read the books, you that you might have no idea that it's actually in because Turtles started off with like a very serious gray yeah. New York yeah. black and white computer. Yeah, it was right. and, it's like, like and comedy is alien to most Batman stories. Yeah. This one had comedy. It did. A good amount too, not just a joke here and there, but it was it was a it was a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. And even Batman, well not until the very end, but right. even Batman eventually <laughs> got in on the jokes. Batman, yes. Batman got jokes. Yeah. Got jokes. I did, I they're dry, jokes. but they're there. Like but it's mostly towards the end because he in the most of the movie he's very against Teaming up with the turtles. Well, they're kids. They are. Yeah. And we all know Batman refuses to work with. Damn, you beat me to it. I was yeah. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think we were all queued up for that. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Like, hell, even Raish brings that up about killing more children. Oh, but yeah, um, this thing, yeah, they, they've got their young sense of humor. They really captured that well too. They lightened up Damien, Damien a lot. 
dad. Yeah, I, I like that this is the Damien that's accepted Bruce as his father, not yeah. the whole ultra not angsty... The, yeah, not the really yeah. broody Damien. Not the, not the Jason Todd clone. That's the thing I've always, I've, always, I've always found. The angry um, Damien was like the new iteration of, of yeah, the... Yeah, but he gets over in a way that Jason never does. Because well, Jason freaking died. And they hate <laughs> no, but they brought him back. People remember. hated Jason. People hated and Jason. Yeah. Like when he became the Red Hood, he came back. So people hated Michael. people hated Jason like well, they hated. That's why they, like they hated Michael Bay. They Bay's voted to kill him, so I'm gonna say people. Yeah, I, I like thought that Jason. was. I thought that was. But a, the, the was, animated Batman <laughs> series, right? The, the, the recent animated movies, mm -hmm. at least the first two, it seems like, like they were Damien establishing. It started with Damien, like they were establishing Damien's relationship with Bruce. Yeah, like over, over time, course, it gets better. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, it yeah. makes sense that at this point. Like yeah, but also, also keeping him in, I would have liked to have seen them keep Dick Grayson as Batman because yeah. he was a good Batman and had that progression. But one thing we but meant, he we, never, we, but he doesn't want to be Batman, and that's always been until unless Bruce like sh you'd have to straight up kill Bruce to get Dick as the twenty four seven Batman because he he's always very clear about not wanting to be Batman. Yeah, but no harm. They've rebooted that. But no, one thing we mentioned earlier, which I make sure we don't we don't want to forget, is. This movie shows like the badassness mm. of Shredder, and that's mm -hmm. most well illustrated in oh, yeah, that fight between Batman and the Shredder. Well, I'm very interested because it sounds like there is some because the the comic book mm -hmm. it's three volumes, right? Mm. It's three chapters. It started a few years ago, right? Yeah, and it's really freaking good. Like it's really good, and they're on part three right now, and part three is really playing to what's happening in. The main DC continuity. continuity at the moment. Continuity. Continuity at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that's why they're bringing the, the animated version of it because I think they're. I have a feeling that they're going to integrate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles into DC a lot, a lot stronger. Well, you know, well, that's a Batman. I wonder universe, which if, yeah, it, it fits more than yeah. like if it was Batman versus, uh, if it was um the, the Turtles versus, uh, damn, I don't know, Swamp Thing. Yeah. You know, but you know um, what? I think part of what two two reasons. One, because I, they're really the only two still existing comic books that started with that noir kind of detective feel, yeah. plus with ninjutsu in there because they okay. grow. <laughs> right. But funny enough, turtles. Where are they located? New York. New York. What's Gotham supposed to be? New York. And I love how they put so. Uh, that, 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 that argument. Oh, okay. there's, there's a, they play on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if they do in the movie. <laughs> they do in the movie. They, they yeah. do in the movie. So I, I, do the they movie. have the scene? I'll say this is like a little sneak preview. Yeah, go ahead. Specifically go ahead. from the book, where they say uh, this city doesn't even exist where we're from. It's just an empty field in the middle of, in the soon as in the in the state of, and before they even say the name of the state, they interrupt it. Yeah. So it's very. I, I love little things like that because mm. nobody really knows what Gotham. Like. <laughs> That super bothered me, and the um the DC move the live action movies mm -hmm. when they were like small, like they were like Metropolis and Gotham are right across the bay from each other. I was like, <laughs> really? Because I thought one was supposed to be in the Midwest and one was supposed to be in the Upper East Coast. But okay, yeah, well, that's no, 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 fine. They actually, what movie are you referring they, to? They actually are uh, the live action movies. That's where they are. Which live action? Movie All of with them. Metropolis. The Recently? You mean with yeah. Christopher Reeves? No, that's not recent, now is it? That's over 30 years ago. Because I don't remember a recent, like... Oh, you're going to pretend like those don't, movies don't exist. That's cute. About, <laughs> I wish they didn't exist either. I, 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 <laughs> they, they remember something about Martha. I, 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 I can't do that because, because <laughs> then, then Wonder Woman is not a thing. <laughs> oh, Wonder Woman is awesome. Not, I and Aquaman, that. I love okay, that. Okay, all right, all right. Aquaman, Aquaman was decent. Was, I have a vague memory of that. It was just growing. fun. I just enjoyed it. Aquaman is I'm not saying it's not a better constructed movie than Wonder Woman. It's just fun, yeah, and yeah. I enjoyed it. Just, I thank God for Shazam. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, DC. Um, I, I, I don't think they're doing bad things with uh, the Turtles uh, infusion. I think actually yeah, I think this shows a lot of promise mm -hmm. and a lot of and a lot of like there's, there's the type of storytelling stinger. we've wanted to see in comics for years. Oh my God. Well, but I mean, it's, it's, it just feels so alien, you know. DC's animated movies have always had it. Well, have, can, well, okay, not I would always, say always, but, more but they've been more not. consistent right. and yeah. good yeah. storytelling than any of their live-action movies yeah, can ever sure. boast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we discussed something like that when you came to the Old Man Wade show, plug, 
Um, <laughs> about yeah. the difference between like DC and Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. Where DC is kind of rooted, like their their world is is more fantastical, I would say, in certain it ways is. than Marvel, right? And in I some think ways. it is now. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it wasn't always. Their it's heroes, the, the mythos around the heroes, are large, like larger. Superman. I feel it's a larger character than well, many no, of the characters. Because they have they have overpowered characters more so than Marvel does. Well, that's that's yeah. that's it's kind of a good thing the way Marvel they're, does they're it. Like, and this they're is like Titans opposed like they're gods. like the new yeah. Greek yeah. god yeah. opposed to. But here's the thing that as much as I complain about Marvel like outer Marvel and I've, as much as I've, you've heard me complain a lot, yeah. you've heard me. Yeah. You've in the brief time we've talked about this, mm-hmm. you heard me too. So it's a thing. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm self aware enough to know it's a thing. But ten year old me would be very upset with what I'm about to say now. I agree with the way they do it. Who because I'm always I'm always upset with how. Um, the way Marvel does it, because mm, okay. I've always been upset with how DC had like ground level heroes, and yeah, your mm-hmm. bigs are like Superman, and you know they go out, he goes out to space, but he's protecting Earth and stuff like that, but he's powerful. But there's like, there's a point, there's a there's a limit, you know, and then the most powerful will be folks like Darkseid, who we can see, you know. So it's like okay, so there's a there's a, a ceiling I can acknowledge, mm. where in Marvel it was always like you never know exactly anyone's power level, and you can't rely on those cards that. Outright tell you because the Fleer yeah. cards have a different power level than the Flare cards. Yeah, no, you know, and it's like much. Spider-Man in in this series is a completely different power level, than, and you know, it's all over the place. But what Marvel has right Marvel done Marvel. is they've like introduced tiers, and over the past like twenty years or so, they've actually kind of kept to those. Where it's mm, like yeah. you have your you have your um, your your Captain Americas, um, you have your Captain Americas, your Hawkeyes, you know, mm-hmm. you have them. But you also have, you know, your 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 X Men, and you know your uh, Brotherhood. But then you have your Magnetos and your Professor Xs. You know, it's yeah. like a ramp up in power. But they're in their tier, and you're yeah. not and you're not gonna like, have uh, Magneto um, like just going to town on freaking on an ambush Bob. You know, um, not, uh, Hydra Bob. You know, it's it's like it's no, like it's like it's like you know you know. But also. Uh, Marvel's found a good way to manage those tiers by yeah. taking it off friggin' Earth. Not everything is happening around here, and as yeah. much as I've complained about their cosmic universe, everyone being extra corny and Which is my favorite part for... of the Marvel universe. Yeah. <laughs> I will definitely give it points for being a good way to manage those extra tiers, where it's like, yeah, you know, friggin', you know, um, Apocalypse is like an extinction, le- an ultimate yeah. level uh, mutant on this planet. Mm. But beyond this planet, you've got friggin' Thanos. And you have yeah. Living yeah. Tribunal. You have Galactus, who eats planets! Forget, fu- uh, forget you your mean, planet. You mean Man, that big just... sky cloud? <laughs> but that's kind of why I always... Stop, <laughs> that... Stop it. This We're having such a nice missing, conversation. Missing the cosmic version, and I understand why you would miss it, because if you don't like it, and I can understand not liking the cosmic. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's inconsistent in a lot of yeah. ways. Like the power cosmic... It is. That's yeah, like the know, X... Like that does everything, right? Dude, tell me, tell me, uh, Hyperion versus Gladiator. Uh, it depends on Gladiator's confidence level at the time. But that, that's a Yeah. Um, but I, I, I really end game played to that a bit, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the interaction between Rocket and Tony Stark. Like yeah. chill chill brother, I you're like a genius. That. On Earth, right? Like, or or Captain Marvel just disappearing, right? She's like, yeah. there are other so, places other than here. And I think for a lot of people that aren't used to the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. right? They looked at like, where does she go? But if you're used to the Marvel universe, you know that there's whole empires, yeah. you know, fighting it out, and they're not all full yeah. of heroes that can defend themselves. I like, it. you know, I, I feel like it's rooted in that. Um, mm-hmm. What were we talking about? But DC, you know, being kind of the opposite of that, right? Being fantastical. I think that's part of the reason why it was so hard for them to have a live-action movie because I don't think they knew what to do. They, I think no. the problem was starting with Superman, right? Like, here's here's the problem when you do live-action movies, and here's the issue: is because comic books have so much mythos, it's like you can't just pick a storyline and because somebody's always going to ultimately be upset you didn't pick the storyline they love. Yeah. So the big thing is what you need to do is to find the characterization like find who the character is mm-hmm. and base the story off of that and ignore the fans yes because yeah. they don't know ignore, what they want they don't, they they don't, don't know how to make movies that's like yeah, asking yeah. a child I wanna, how you I how, where from. they want to go on vacation they don't know if marvel <laughs> doesn't ignore the fans we would not have a guardians of the galaxy franchise we probably sure, wouldn't have yeah. a thor well, to be fair iron man would have been the the, the 
pinnacle hero <laughs> of Marvel. But that one also universe. has to do with the fact that they had sold the movie rights to all their biggest characters yeah. and they couldn't use them. As in anything in art, constraints Which create creativity. Also yeah. something that DC yeah. could have tried. They could have tried lesser known characters and because there wouldn't have been so much like yeah. Pre-existing fan. You mean knowledge. they should have made a movie with like people like Aquaman and Shazam? Yeah. And oh, well, yeah. <laughs> All right, no, hold on. So yeah, so yeah, but they did the other ones first. Like, I'm agreeing with you. Wait, so talking yeah. about lesser-known yeah. characters, then very few people know that the turtles were actually Marvel uh, characters for a this long time, and they started yeah. off being Marvel parody characters. Mm -hmm. How do you think the, they're gonna the fare fruit. when they expand this into DC? Because I'm jazzed for this. They've done good things, uh, doing things like um, the art style is amazing. Having uh, the different age variations in both Batgirl and um, so, and uh, having it be Damian Wayne rather than rehash uh, 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 Tim Drake or age down Dick oh, yeah. Grayson again. You know, I appreciate you know, those Damian. My yeah. only thing is, I really, really did not like the character design for Donatello. He looked you didn't weird like him? to that me. Was, um... I something about the way his head should have shaped in those really round that was eyes they Vaughn. gave him. You didn't know that. Okay. Oh, you're talking about the character design. Yeah, okay. not the okay, voices. Right. The voices like, are fine, but the character yeah, design bugged me. Like, yeah, and I was just like, what's was... wrong with his head? They, 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 they took a unique take on this. This is this is a little different. So I mean, I, 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 I won't I won't hate on that only because I've seen it get so much worse. Fair enough. Like the the the, the, the most recent series on um. Yeah, I watched the most recent series uh, of yeah, Ninja Turtles. There's good reason for it. But the most recent <laughs> series on Nickelodeon has them teamed up with this young girl who who's got like a robot. Uh, thing. And and the design is is bonkers. It's ridiculous. But yeah, they got people like Troy Baker doing, Troy Baker doing both Batman, and the Joker voices. That was yeah, dope. I those thought. were fun. And Joker's voice fine because you know I'm always Ultimate Joker will always be Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um. Whenever anybody else does a decent job, mm -hmm. I'm good. I won't complain because again, nobody's ever gonna match Mark Hamill to me. It's just like Kevin Conroy you know, you as Batman. Want, you don't want Kevin Michael Richardson, the, the blackest sounding man ever doing the Joker. <laughs> again, I didn't mind his I version like of him. the Joker. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't. But I, you I, know I what it is? It's that it's, 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 it's like if you do a live action Joker, it's always gonna be compared to Heath Ledger's. Um, crack at it. Like, okay, that's fair. He, this is why I can't role. stand it. Also, before that, it was Heath Jack Ledger. Right? Like, yes. So, I mean, before be that, fair. it was Caesar yeah. Romero. Yeah, so, like, no one ever yeah. had, there's no accounting for that. How do you have a Joker without a green mustache? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, that mustache was not green. It, it was, was it white. Was white, white or whatever. <laughs> he would not shave it. This man had so little respect for the property, he would not shave his mustache. But no. if I get another role, like, no one, no one knows you for your mustache. Yeah. You think you are. Henry Cavill in 40 years? Nobody knows him for a mustache not now. Actually, no, now he is. <laughs> I, I personally really dug the way they incorporated the Foot Clan and incorporated the Shredder, and they didn't do like the old goofy ones. They found a good way to split the difference between the old school, you know, comedic adult ones and the new, um, really dark ones, and found a good mix. And I'm not well, crazy. I'm not the crazy old school is a dark one. Well, yeah. the okay, really okay, you know what I mean. The more familiar to the wider audience, <laughs> right. but I'm giving. They were saying kill people. They found the I'm right giving balance. a thumbs up. I, my, my problems were like almost negligible, mm -hmm. and dude, it, it was just a good ass time. Hell yeah, Batman versus uh, Ninja yeah. So I guess my review is going to be on comic book series, <laughs> which is currently ongoing, mm. and um, I'm going to give that as many thumbs up as I can. Like I was, uh, thank uh, you for like even putting that in my. <laughs> you know, yeah. in, in my path, it was it was a really I was pleasantly surprised. Really, it was glad it could be that maybe. Yep. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. I came in as an and like yeah, loved all of it. Loved it. I thought it was a really good time. All right. Yeah, and same. I was also pleasantly surprised because there's been a bit of a run of these Batman and movies <laughs> coming out of um, DC animation, but. This was fun. I really enjoyed it. I some of the I won't lie and say some of the jokes are corny, but they're corny yeah. in the right way. Like it's the right kind of cheese. Right. Just all on top. Okay. All right. Cool. So your four thumbs up for varying reasons, but it's Batman versus Ninja Turtles versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's available now from uh, actually it's on both Amazon Video and I believe uh, you can get it on Blu-ray if you're uh, if, you, if you need that physical copy. It'll probably be on HBO at some point. They get all the DC animated Possibly. I wouldn't be surprised if it ran well, on Nickelodeon, too. Hulu was holding a bunch of them for a while. Like, a mm -hmm. lot of the animated movies popped up on Hulu, like, two or three months ago. Like, pretty much all the recent animated movies are on there. Because, yeah. like, uh, I, I noticed Judas Contract was on there, and then I started watching. 
All right, so apparently Hulu's got, Hulu's got the lowdown no, as well. But highly recommended all of those, and now we got a time, y'all. Yeah. All right, so I want to thank our in-house guests, Super Bowl Kavi. Thank you for Miller, inviting me. And I want to tell the people where they can actually uh, see more of your antics and shenanigans. Well, you can hear uh, more of our antics and shenanigans at the Old Man Wade Show. Um, we're on Spotify, YouTube, uh, podcasts, everything. All your streaming services. Uh, we're also, you can find us at Old Man Wade. Dot com where you'll find our uh, backlog of podcasts, recent podcasts, fun articles, um, and plenty more to come in the future. Cool, cool. No think it's been, it's been like you know, oh, like you know, miss that you conveniently wore uh, the shirt promoting your this own all, show. This is all try to have. I have yeah. like 30 of these in the closet. <laughs> He's like, I have a casual uniform. I also have a message from Old Man Wade. He says, uh, you know, prepare for uh, the Old Man Wade Summer of Sexy. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Thank Old you. man Wade for his porn <laughs> show. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And and Jeff Palapple. I don't have a porn show, but you know, if the time comes, wrestle down on the Geek Town Network, Twitter.com, like, swing dangling. It really sounds like gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nothing so, wrong with that. Hold yeah, on. Hold nothing so, wrong. So, nothing so, wrong. So, Pride Parade is right outside. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. yeah. Happy Pride. Yeah. Happy Pride. Swing dingling brings you the wrestle. You're yeah. not helping the gay porn. I'm not trying to. All right, thank you very much, sir. Yeah. All right, and Shane, hit the people. Hey. Bye, you guys. All right, and always, you can catch us every week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel, but also online at geek-down.com. If you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Or, dude, find us find us on uh, on social media. We're on Facebook at uh, slash the, uh, the Geek Down. Uh, Twitter, at The Geek Down. Instagram, at The Geek Down. Dude, find us on SoundCloud and hear the clips. Geek-Down. All over the mother. On iTunes. Dude, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we will catch you all fairly soon. But until then, <gasps> be excellent to each other. Peace.